this is the messy backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail. So we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome, thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today because as someone once said, success doesn't come to you, you have to chase it. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to our regular expert, Michael Koala. Michael is an expert entrepreneur, author, and co-founder of Dinner Table MBA. He's an entrepreneur whose last three businesses hit seven figures in under three years, with his third being ranked 144th fastest growing company by Inc. Magazine. And regular expert, Lori Cartman. Lori is the CEO of Lori Cartman and Company, a multi-award winning management consulting and legal services firm, and Coach Lori, an executive coaching practice. That's right. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. Our expert will share their experience, expertise, and the tools that they suggest to get it all cleaned up. If you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to submit your story or question for our experts, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. If you, yep, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our expert's advice and you would like to share what suggestions you've used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. And now on to our expert panel with Michael Koala and Lori Cartman. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Today we have questions submitted by an anonymous listener. And just as a reminder to all of you listening, every question we've had submitted by an anonymous listener has been asked by even everyone in this group. Well, maybe not Michael, because Michael's way ahead of the rest of us, but I'm sure when he started, he had that question too. But just (laughs) go ahead and submit your questions because we all have them at one point or another. Right, even if you feel like you might be the only one asking that question, there's a very good chance that you are not. So today's question, and, and you'll realize this after I read it, you'll go, I've had that question. It's how many streams of income should I have in my business? 
is it best to have a company with 100% one stream or more? I heard that the average millionaire has seven streams of income. How is that possible? And is it true? That is a really good question. But Michael, thank you for joining us again. I think this is a really good question um, for both you and Lori to be able to answer. I think it's um, the entrepreneurial myth. Uh, too many uh, folks share the data that you just did before um, that these millionaires um, will have seven or eight or 10 different um, ways of making income. However, the reality is when you look at the statistics, 90% of businesses are out of business within 10 years, right? And it's because they're looking at that carrot of, oh, well, the millionaires uh, or the you know, billionaires, they have multiple streams of income, so I need to also. And, you know, the, the way for an entrepreneur to succeed is by focusing in the beginning on that one core thing that their business is all about, being known for that. And then when you have the business uh, built up, when you have the systems in place, when you can honestly walk away from the business and know that the business is running itself smoothly, um, then you can definitely look at other streams of income. But I think going into it with the mindset of, oh, I want to be involved. And I hear that when I coach people all the time that they'll tell me, I, I want multiple streams of income. I, I don't want to just do one thing. I can tell by the way um, that they don't know their one thing. And if you don't know your one thing, that's not a formula for success. So yes, long-term, it makes a ton of, uh, a, a ton of sense. Short-term, I, I wouldn't consider doing that at all. One of my favorite quotes is Brenda Bouchard, keep the main thing, the main thing, the main thing. Yep. So staying focused on that one thing. And, and maybe we don't all take a look at what happened to those millionaires before they became millionaires or billionaires. They started with one thing, right? They didn't go out and start seven streams of income from the beginning. Yep. Like Mark, Mark Cuban was a, a bartender, right? And then, you know, he owned a bar and that was his one thing, right? And he learned a lot of things along the way. So um, it's great to look at all, all these folks, uh, you know, Richard Branson, you know, I just saw he's bringing another company public, uh, you know, congrats to him, kudos, but he started off with one thing. So we really just have to become, you know, really good at it. Um, I feel building something up, I, I can, you know, I'll share one of my biggest mistakes was passing off uh, my cleaning company uh, when I had it before it was ready to be passed off. Uh, and the reason was, is I had an online business that had just skyrocketed, right? And within, you know, months, we were doing seven figures plus, it was so exciting. It, it kept me going. But my cleaning company didn't have full systems in place for me to truly um, hand it over to somebody else to run. So what happened? Well, I started to see churn, right? I started noticing that my average cost to acquire a new customer in different zip codes started to skyrocket. Why? Well, when I had to jump back into a business, I realized we started getting a bad reputation in that area. Why? Full systems were not put in place. So I just think, you know, get that done and then go on out and definitely diversify because what happens if that one thing is not the one thing, right? So economies change all the time. You mentioned Brent, Brendan Bouchard, several different businesses, right? But he started off with one thing. Yeah, definitely. That's it. And it's hard, I think, for people when they first start because they get stars in their eyes. I know I did. And I, you know, I look at people like Michael because Michael is one of the first speakers I ever heard. And I looked at him and I was like, oh, I gotta be like Michael. But you know, you do that. You see people that are where you want to be and you want to rush into it. And getting systems in place is one of the biggest things that you need to do 
especially to be able to step away from it. So Lori, what have you seen? I know in your experiences with coaching and in your own businesses that you have, what has been your experience with the same question? My experience is that I believe that you need to have multiple revenue streams. Now, I say this in total agreement with Mike that you need to perfect something first and be good at that. Um, but you can have different investment streams. You can have passive revenue streams. For example, people who have extra funds will invest in real estate. Investing in real estate gives you what we call passive income, which means that you're not, you don't have to do anything to make the money. You're making money while you sleep. Rent is being collected. Um, and so it's a source of income that you can have. The same thing would be if you had stocks um, and you have a source of income, which is uh, dividends from that source of income, or if you sell your shares. Most businesses need to perfect one thing, and then I believe that they have to look for subsequent revenue streams. So just in my own case, a lot of my clients are franchisors, and so they collect royalties from their franchisees, and that's their major royalties, that's their major income stream. But I always recommend that we look to see if they can become a supplier of product, if they can sell inventory, is there another way that they can have an additional revenue stream from their current business? So that's a lot of what I do. I look for, com for companies to be able to have additional revenue streams from their current business. Well, you guys kind of just like combine each other's statements yep. in one because it's like focus on what you're good at. The main thing, like for example, uh, I'm a photographer. Like that's that's what I do. That's my main business. That's my one thing. I'm I'm pretty good at it. Right now, I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm wanting to get an extra income stream coming in, but using that skill set of being a photographer, I'm starting to create courses to teach other people how to be better photographers. And so Perfect. that's in, you know, with my marketing background and everything, I can throw those up pretty easily. Like when I say easily, I mean, they're taking a hundred hours a week and, you know, sleepless nights and pulling my hair out using, you know, my websites and everything like that. But it's going to be a, a passive income. Essentially, once I get those all created, I can just throw ads out and stuff and just have that money you know, trickle in. I'm, I'm not expecting to become a millionaire overnight from that. But you know, it's just an extra source of income of me just sharing my talents in a different way. But it's still that same, you know, skill set. Uh, right. And you've come back exactly to what I was saying is that it's a passive income stream. You create the course once and right. then, you know, you've got it online and the course sells. And when we look for passive income streams, we're looking for things that are going to make money for us while we're sleeping. So that's, you know, that's the ultimate thing is to, you know, how can you make money while you're sleeping and things like real estate or creating courses with your current materials, um, you know, all of those things, becoming a speaker, all of those things are ways to create additional passive revenue streams. Well, and just like Michael said, you're not starting a whole new business. You're not yeah. going out there and creating a whole bunch of things. You're actually taking that one passion and using it in different ways to make that stream. And sometimes it is just one thing, like with Michael's, it was, Carpet cleaning, right? But house then, cleaning. yeah, yeah, house cleaning. But then yeah. we started selling cleaning supplies. Yeah, so it's it's staying on the same thing. It's not having multiple income streams from different categories of things. It's finding ways to make money within that. Well, obviously, our panel is brilliant. We love having our panel. And Michael and Lori, thank you so much for joining us. You two are amazing. You. Excellent advice.
People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them, work with our podcast managers at the messy backend, and then check out the platform we use for everything else, podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Thank you to our advertisers, podserve.fm, who can help you get your podcast posted and published. Visit them at podserve.fm slash messy. And thank you to ThriveCart, the only shopping cart your business will ever need. Visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Last but not least, the biggest thank you to our team. We couldn't do it without you. To my co-host, Nate Tucker, and our production managers and crew. You can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team. Not only that, but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. Visit us at themessybackend.com slash team for details. Woo! Well, that's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.